You avoided all the gotcha questions. Okay, I did. (laughs) What are three things that you enjoy that I'll start with the letter S? S? Yeah. Three things. Non-marital things. That I enjoy. (laughs) Let's start start with the letter letter S. S. Well, um, the first one, I think we're going to have to go with Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes, you do. I like all things Star Wars. Yep. Like you said, if you walk into your office, that's very evident. Pretty evident. Yeah. 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 Uh, pretty evident that uh, I'm a geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dork. I always say I'm a geek. I'm not a dork because I don't dress up like them. Sure. But even that's not true because one year for Halloween, I did dress up like yeah, them. That's different. So, that's yeah, different. Yeah. Different, so, okay. So I like Star Wars. I like steak. Steak. Yeah, buddy. I love, uh, I love smoking up, grilling up a good ribeye steak. Yeah. Ribeye in particular. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, if, if we're really going to narrow it down, Costco ribeye. Okay. Um, you know, this if I could. This episode brought to you by Costco. Right, exactly. Is there a sponsor? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's your Traeger Woodfire Grill now today at Costco on sale. Um, I love, you know, ever since I've had a, a Traeger and can afford to buy, you know, better quality steaks, mm-hmm. it almost ruins going to a restaurant. Sure. Because I used to love, you know, you go out, you get a nice steak. Yeah. And now I feel like. Everything I eat is just disappointing because I can cook it at home for better. Yeah. You know, and cheaper. Yeah. Right. So, and I know there's even, you know, better quality out there that I could get, but I'm not in those uh, income brackets yet. To sure, sure, sure. Even, yeah, yeah. Know, the fancy from the meat market uh-huh. steaks. But you ever go out to looks? Um, no. No. Well, wait. Um, that's the one. Yeah. Actually, well, side. ironically, we just ate J-A-D. there on. Oh, yeah, I ha- said the wrong thing. But yeah, looks looks is great. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, Are you thinking Uncle Ed's? Uncle Ed's. Uncle Ed's. That's what I was thinking. Um, it's been years for butcher. You yeah, said I that. actually noticed they they just remodeled it. But okay. Um, no, you know, most of the time I never think to go to the meat markets. And you know, like if, if I'm at home and, and I'm going to be entertaining, it's like I'll drive across town to Costco to get the ribeyes. You're planning or, anyway, so yeah. yeah. Um, but I have a feeling that I could get very geeked out if I started going to the meat market yeah. about the steaks and, you know, smoking them and dry aging and the things like that. Totally. Um, so it's like, you know, I try to make it nice and quality without, you know, getting. Without taking over your life. Yeah. Without taking over my life. Maybe, <laughs> hey, guys, want a steak? I've been dry aging it for, you know, four months or whatever. Right. So, but yeah, so we've got. Steaks, Star Wars, Star Wars okay. sports. That's so under enough. the umbrella can, of sports. Okay, uh, I, I love watching. Uh, I love watching my Vikings. Uh, I love watching football. Spending my Sundays yeah. watching sports. Yeah, S's. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there, I like my uh, my Selkirk paddle for okay. pickleball. Okay, so that's the brand. How we're doing? Yeah, that's okay. that's the that's the one that I have. So, <laughs> see, I'm I'm cheating. I'm bending the rules. That's right. Yep. Well, that's I gotta good. tell people I'm not cheating. I'm just bending the rules so I can win. <laughs> the big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sports. Yep. I still do like uh I, I would rather participate in probably any sport than watch any sport. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm good at all of them, but I just I you know, I do enjoy participating. This last year actually, or the last couple of years in softball, I've actually played less and just Ooh, uh, coached no rest, more. Buddy. 
Another S, yeah. softball. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry, I went more than three. That probably, <laughs> I get negative points for that, don't I? This, this episode will not air. <laughs> you just ruined it for everybody. I ruined it. Thank, I ruined the whole uh, Why? I'm just curious, why do you think pickleball has become a thing? I think pickleball has become a thing because it takes moments to learn and years to master. Okay. That anyone can just be like, hop on the court. And if you have mild athletic ability yeah, and you can be 18, you can be 80, you can be male, female, so many different backgrounds. Yeah. And it's just an easy sport to pick up and play. Yeah. But yet, if you want to keep progressing, if you want to be competitive, if you want to sure. keep betting, getting better, there's always another level. Sure. You know, there's always, you think you're good at this level, oh, no. move up, yeah, move yeah, up yeah. and keep playing. So right. that's why I think it's, a, it's takes moments to learn, but years to master. Especially so it helps. There's like free courts as well. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like, if you're going to get into golf, right. there's no such thing or yeah. hockey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless you're from Canada, I mean, you know, you think <laughs> of hockey is a very difficult sport to get into. Right. And that's why probably the world's most popular sport is still soccer. Sure. Yes. Soccer. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because really, what do you need to play soccer? Open field and a ball. Open field and a ball. And we've been in so many places in the world where they didn't even have a ball. They had a, an empty coconut or they take huh. trash and they wad it up yeah, in a yeah. plastic bag and roll it up. Right. So you have virtually, you know, anything. So yeah, the the abundance yeah. of pickleball course, the number of people who are getting into it, being able to participate in a sport for me personally with my son and my father-in-law, yeah. with my wife and my mother-in-law, yeah. with my brother and my sister-in-law, you know, so many different age groups that we can all participate in playing something with somebody who has never played mm -hmm. sports, mm -hmm. with someone who is a finely tuned athlete. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a a, mm -hmm. a common denominator that mm -hmm. I think is easy to pick up and play. That makes sense, I guess. Oh. Um, aren't there even some professional pickleball leagues now? Oh yeah, it's getting right? more and more popular. That um, there's there's trying to get television rights sure. to televise things. I know ESPN put on an event with some yeah. former tennis pros oh yeah to try to start developing that audience mm -hmm. but like anything that it's one thing to watch it again i would i love participating yeah. i'm not sure if i'm ready to sit down and spend yeah. an hour and a half watching a pickleball match sure you know football is probably the the only thing that's ever been able to hold my attention as a spectator yeah um you know even hockey as much as i love playing hockey mm -hmm. I, I literally couldn't tell you five people who play in the NHL sure. right now. I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Right. Um, I like playing. I don't like watching. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're either in, you prefer to play it and watch it, or you're like, ah, I just, I prefer to just watch sports. Just a spectator I don't actually yeah. like going to the Y and playing basketball right. or whatever the sport is. And I think it's amazing how when you have a vested interest in something how much more alive it becomes mm -hmm. uh, this past year uh, we went to the Daytona 500 again i i couldn't tell you five nascar drivers Same names right it's not that i didn't like it it was just mm -hmm. i was like i don't know i'd never watch just it it's just part. just not part of what i do yep. but I went to Daytona 500. I thought it would be interesting for like the first five minutes and like the last five minutes. And the entire day was just an amazing day nonstop from the moment we got to the track until we left traffic. It was awesome. And I was mm -hmm. like, this is the best thing ever. 
Mm-hmm. Now, it didn't lead to me spending every Sunday watching NASCAR, mm-hmm. but it gave me an appreciation mm-hmm. seeing it live. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, talk so many people who they, I think baseball is just, you know, it's brutal <laughs> to watch on TV. They played the game. They understand the game. They yep. understand the chess match, the nuances, uh-huh. and they're just fascinated by every game. Yeah. So, you know, same could be said for someone who likes whatever sport. Yeah. You know, if you understand it more and are vested mm-hmm. with the people or the players. Automatically you're in. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Two left. Um. Do I still have a passing grade? Oh, above, okay. above and beyond. I did, I did lose some points for having too many S's, though. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you better nail these last two. <laughs> yeah. So, as I've been doing these interviews, for whatever reason, I've had a curiosity with different people what their thoughts are on about this topic of courage. The little bit that I know you, I, I actually find you to be pretty courageous. Hmm. Maybe that just comes naturally, or maybe not. So, anyway. I'm curious what you would say if I wanted to emphasize being courageous for a day or a week, what are the things I can intentionally do to emphasize to being courageous? I think it's you do the right thing even when the right thing is a hard thing to do. Okay. So there are certain times when maybe it's with a customer Mm -hmm. or something happens. Somebody, I want to point fingers, will ask me like, you don't need to go out of your way. You don't need to do that. Mm. That's not something they paid for. That's mm-hmm. not something they asked for. Okay. That's not something you need to do. Mm-hmm. Why would you spend your time? And like, just think it's the right thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. There are certain times when, yeah, it, it might not be the easiest thing, but it's it's the right thing to do. I try to be polite okay. and kind as often as possible when okay. it's not, you know, smiling in the grocery store. I'm greeting the person who, uh, you know, who's taking my money at, at get and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that doing the right thing when it's when it's difficult to do the right thing would be a small part of what okay. I call courageous. Um, you know, because for me, like being kind to the cashier, that doesn't come across as courageous. Um, no, okay. it's not not necessarily courageous, but. But um, I am probably, I am naturally, if I'm on an airplane, Mm -hmm. I want to put my headphones on Mm -hmm. and I want to bury my head in the towel. I do not want to talk to my neighbor. I do not want to make small talk. Oh, man. Yes. I hate small talk. I hate the, oh, it's nice to meet you. How's the weather there? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So by being kind, it's stepping outside of my comfort zone. I see. Okay. Because personally- I would rather walk into Costco, get everything I have, walk out of Costco and not have to utter a single word or have a human interaction. Do the self-checkout. Right. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm naturally inclined to do. Okay. Okay. So to go out of my way to just, hey, how you doing today? Mm -hmm. Smiling at the stranger, um, holding the door open for the stranger, having Mm -hmm. those interactions. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's not, um, it's not that it's difficult. But if I can be slightly inconvenienced to maybe bring an ounce of joy to someone else or mm-hmm. give them just that, you know, somebody smiled or said mm-hmm. hello or someone asked, you know, the clerk, someone said, you know, how right. are you doing today right. or whatever. I would combine that with just trying to to be a good person, trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. trying to be nice, go out of your way as part of courageous. Okay. Not necessarily, you know, oh yeah, that 
night in Haiti when our bus was on fire and they were yes. throwing rocks at it and we we're driving through the night, you know, of course people always think of that as courageous and yeah. they think, well, it doesn't really need to apply to our everyday life. Sure. Exactly. But if we can just do the little things that maybe we're less inclined to do to make the world a better place. Right. You know, so that's going to look different for each person. Yeah. Like things that I'm comfortable with. You might not be vice right. versa. I see. Okay. Some people courage might be, Hey, could you just shut up? Yeah. <laughs> could you just uh -huh. not, could you stop asking that person who's clearly uncomfortable a million questions mm -hmm. because they're not registering that? Yeah. Sure. So for me to be more social, might be courageous for someone else to pull back a little yeah. bit might be courageous okay um you know doing their their part i guess to make the the community and the people around them a, a little bit better mm -hmm. you know to spread a little bit of joy right um so you know for me I, it goes back to i try to do the right thing even when doing the right thing is maybe a little bit difficult or yeah. could cause some temporary frustration or pain just a short story this morning since i'm off work I met a buddy at MV Haskett's downtown for breakfast and we have a mutual friend that is one of the meter maids and I didn't put money in the spot. So just timing wise, we were walking out as he was walking up Phillips to where my car is. So we said, hi, we're joking a little bit. And then I, I did say, he's like, oh man, my meter's out. I'm leaving now. And like, he's a friend, he's nice, but he did say, he's like, yeah, as long as you leave in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> so that's an example. Like, that's courageous of like, yes. he's doing the right thing, even though it's probably not what he wants to do. Right. He probably wants to be like, ah, Smitty, you're good. Right. We're pals. Yep. Um, but, so yeah, anyway. all, but they've also, I don't know if they've taken a note, but they have a job to do. They're hired yeah. for a job to yeah. do. Right. And, and good for him for like choosing the right thing. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you, you know, you need to move it along. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. That just struck me yeah, this it's, morning. It diff all in you know different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, each person a little bit different. Absolutely. Last one. I got to get us out of this uh, this time and space that we're in. So we're going to do a little time travel. Okay. Okay. So if you can, you get to choose any person in history that you want to just go back and hang out with for, let's say, a week. Is there anyone in history that comes to mind that you'd be like, oh, I'd be interested in hanging with that person? Or if you want to go to a certain event, I guess you could do that. But I was thinking more the person than the event. I could answer that in many different ways. Yeah. If I, could this be like three wishes? I have sure. Reach, okay. Um, I mean, you lose points on the I'm losing, interview. I'm but... breaking the rules anyway. One, um, my, my dad died too soon unexpectedly. Sure. I would go back and spend another week with my dad. Okay. You know, that would be, that would be one. Whether I would hang out with him when he was in high school what or era? right yeah. when he, you know, the week leading before his death or at some point in between, eh, you know, could make an argument with that. But, you know, that would be one. Where, where would this have been? Minnesota? Uh, here in Sioux Falls. In Sioux yep. Falls. Oh yeah, duh. Yep. We went through your whole high school. Yeah. So elementary. yeah. So I, yeah. I after Lincoln, I, I was I'm here, sorry. but then I played junior hockey and I lived in Minneapolis yes. for okay. a while. Um, but you know, so I was in Minnesota when my father passed. He was here in, in South Dakota. Um I got so, you. so that would be that would be a week that I would take. Yeah. Is sounds great. Another week with my dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would also uh I would go back and I would take a week with my kids when they were children. Yeah. 
Um, I remember, so my uh, my baby boy just turned 22 yeah. on Monday. Yeah. And this is uh, this is no exaggeration, it's no lie. I remember when he was three weeks old. Yeah. I remember laying on the couch. Yeah. I remember holding him on my chest. Yeah. And I remember getting teary-eyed and choked up because I said, it's going too fast. Yeah. And he was three weeks old. Yeah. Uh, and now 22. He towers over you. Towers over me. He's 22. My baby girl is 20. I would go back and I'd have another week with my kids. Yeah. Um, that would be Specifically as babies? Yeah. Okay. Probably specifically as babies. Yeah. Because I, I feel one piece of advice that I, I try to give to a new parent is, um, you know, the corny thing I tell them is, you know, make memories, not money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing Heather and I tried to do with the kids is we just did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we were broke yep. most of the time, but we just, we did a lot of stuff. We, we wanted stuff to give them to do. a yep. lot of memories, take them places, um, where as opposed to just buying them stuff and, and giving them stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, make memories, not money. But I also, I tell new parents that I think we're always, as soon as you have a child, what's going to be their, when, when are they going to talk first? Mm-hmm. When are they going to walk first? Mm-hmm. When are they going to be potty trained? Mm-hmm. What is their first word? What is, when's their first day of school? Mm-hmm. When's their first this? First time on the bike. First time on the bike. When are they going to learn to drive? When are they going to, do? so we're always looking forward to the next event yeah. instead of just being content with sure. where they're at. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I would go back and just be content with whatever mm. age, whether they're days old, weeks old, or yep. whether they're uh, young children or early teens, whatever week I had, okay. I would just try to be content with that week instead of always thinking, well, next year right. or the year after, they're always going to look forward and stuff like that. So yeah. I know the cliche and, you know, if you, see, <laughs> you know I, I would go back and I would spend a week with Jesus. And, sure. and I don't want to discount that in the least, but I feel like, you know, there's, there's an entire book. Uh-huh. That was written uh-huh. about Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I'm going to have an entire eternity yeah. to spend uh-huh. with Jesus. Sure, sure, sure. So I don't want to discount anyone who would say that in a meaningful way, that that yeah. would be their choice. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, I'd go back and have a week with my dad. I'd go back and have a week with my kids. And, you know, other notable people, you know, I, I'm not much of a, historian okay. uh to where i have this you know right this person or yeah like some people idolize abe lincoln or whatever you right know, whatever the person i mean I, I think any i think any leader any of those leaders would be really cool i mm-hmm. mean you know i i would consider it an honor to meet any president Mm-hmm. Whether I voted for him or not, mm-hmm. I think the fact that somebody is a president means they were a leader of the free world. I think is I don't have to agree with them, no. and I, in fact, I can disagree with them on a lot of things, but I can still respect their position and be like, this person is or was a president of the United States. I'm going to give them respect for that position. Yeah. We can disagree as human beings on some certain things. Um, so, so I would be. I, I don't know, know why anyone would want to be president. Honestly, I agree. Like, um, not not one part of it is I, appealing to me. No, I, I remember but. many years ago, um, just thinking that, you know, anyone who is smart enough to be president mm-hmm. is probably smart enough that they don't want to be president. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I agree. I, I feel like I 
could maybe offer certain things in the form of politics yeah. or certain things of doing good. Yeah. But I, I have too, I don't have thick skin. Right. My skin would be too thin. Yeah. Um, I would not do well because I would just take the criticism too uh-huh. harshly. Uh-huh. Um, Same so here. I agree. I think it's a, a no-win situation, and I want to, you know, my my pure motives. I want to think everyone has the best intentions. Sure. Uh, we know that that they don't. That <laughs> they don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also. I would tell people that if if you think our politics is corrupt, and again, I'm not here to argue no, no, what level yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm like, go live in a country like Haiti. Yeah, you know where yeah. it's it's very different. Yeah, um, yeah, where the corruption is on a a different level. Uh huh. You know, so, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Uh, I usually try to end these by giving you the chance. If there's any of these questions that you want to ask me. Well, I know a question I want okay. to ask. All right. Um, single guy. Yeah. Live by yourself. Yeah. When do you feel lonely? Okay. I didn't ask you that. You that's, didn't ask me that. That's what I stole. So that's why I I, I see stole that. that and asked. Uh, I think I asked L that another interview. Yeah. I'll answer it because I I think you know from Heather and I you know we're we don't necessarily have loneliness whether that's good or bad. Yeah. When you're married and you have a spouse, now we can right. still feel loneliness and there's certain sometimes. Right. But friends like you, yep. family members yep. who I have, yep. who live by themselves, right. maybe don't have a significant other. Mm-hmm. I right. often wonder because yeah. sometimes as someone who's married with kids, you think, oh, I could just have some alone time. That would just be great. Right. And yep. I always wonder, I'm like, well, is that you know, again, I should feel grateful for what sure. I have because not everybody right. has the blessing of constantly having someone. So I that's, mean, that's a question I would ask. Most you. things in life, there's pros and cons, right? Absolutely. You know, um, it, so even our mutual friend, Paul, you know, he said similar things. He's like, I love my wife. I love my kids. I think when I do notice it, this might sound a little contradictory. But I notice it in a social setting where whether it's church or just a party, everyone's showing up with their significant other, spouse, girlfriend, whoever. Mm-hmm. And and it's just me there without that other half. So that's like that's when I really notice it and feel the sense of like I'm missing out on something by not having that other person with me. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's just a different thing showing up at a party by yourself and showing up with your significant other. Right. But that's where I notice it the most. I don't notice it like come home from work and it's quiet and I can easily just sit and read a book, scroll through the phone, mm-hmm. put on a TV show. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't typically feel lonely yeah. in those when I'm by myself. Because that's your natural habitat. It is. You're comfortable. Right. And I'm very comfortable being alone. If it's quiet, that's also fine. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit contradictory, but well, I, I suppose I to a certain degree, if if you have, I I don't think about myself being bald. Sure. Unless other people, all of a sudden, that's what if they I see. was right. Yeah. I, because that's just well, I I I oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I don't think about it. Yes. But if I was with a group of models who yes. all had beautiful hair, right? All of a sudden, I'd be self conscious that yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I don't have. <laughs> It's just, you know. Trust me, everybody. I used to. Right. Yeah. And that's my answer, too. I, I, I used to have <laughs> yeah. a person next to me. <laughs> yeah. In whatever scenario, not just married, but like other situations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. As you answer it like that, you make yep. it really, well, yeah, because you're just, that's what you're used to. Uh-huh. It's what you're familiar with. Uh-huh. Hopefully God gives us contentment with yep. what we have right. and meets our needs. And then so you're faced with, oh, wait, that person has, oh, I didn't realize that. Right. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned God, so I'll share this. And I don't notice it most of the time. But in reality, I'm actually never by myself if I really think about right. it in a sense. And so um, maybe that's part of it too, yeah. is just that gift. Well, and I, you know, I think, you know, you talk about going to parties or going to a social situation. For me, my wife, having my wife, I mean, she's my crutch. Mm-hmm. Like I would very rarely go anywhere mm-hmm. because I just am very uncomfortable in social situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm much more at peace having a one-on-one conversation mm-hmm. Then if there's with a room for 12 people here and everyone's having their small talk, mm-hmm. I've just, I, you know, yep. I'm not interested in that, you know, going to the high school reunions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like your class is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I have more friends in your class right. than I do in my class. Yeah. Uh, we had our 30 year reunion last year. Okay. And it's here in Sioux Falls. Yeah. I didn't go to our 25. I didn't go to our 30. Yeah. Cause again, had no connection. Now, if, if my hockey team had a yeah. reunion- I'd probably go. Happy to go, yeah. Some of it's just the the size of my class. Yeah. I mean, there was 17 of us Mm -hmm. and 10 of us at the reunion. So similar like your hockey team is a much smaller pool of people. You actually know them. Yeah. You actually have a connection. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of saying, so how you been lately? Yeah. You can actually say, you know. Yeah. You have a a personal connection, whether it's a kid's name or significant other or whatever. Mm -hmm. Something to talk about. Totally, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, though. Interesting. Yep. Yep. That's it on my book. All right. On my pages. We got through the questions. I yeah. didn't have to veto any. You didn't nail me to the wall and anything difficult. I broke some rules. Yep. I was bad at counting the number of S's. S's. Or what an S was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, could, it could have been the pick eight from S's. I started going, slicing, Kirk. <laughs> You, you list 10 S's and I pick the eight <laughs> right. that I'm going to edit. You're right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Just because we're recording, it doesn't mean it won't be. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what it'll come out as. Yeah, definitely. So, so. anyway, this is awesome. fun, man. It's cool. Oh, yeah. It was great. Hey, I appreciate you inviting me and taking the time to ask me questions. Absolutely. That's cool. Okay, man.